This is the Relatable Podcast with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to create happy and loving marriages without making over their husbands. If you are a wife looking to transform your marriage from the inside out, you've come to the right place. Get ready to hear relatable stories, practical advice, and empowering perspectives for how to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of Relating Well. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here. So glad you have joined me for this podcast episode how are you doing? What is going on in your world? I am enjoying the summer. It's hot. It's hot. I live in New Jersey and it is just really hot. It's sort of like we went from winter to summer pretty quickly. And so it is hot but I am enjoying the weekends especially. Um, My kids have so many birthday parties and things to go to. It's sort of like they almost don't need a vacation because we've been going to so many pool birthday parties and amazing things like that. Um, But I need a vacation and I'm so excited. My husband and I are actually going to Hawaii pretty soon and I am really, really, really really looking forward to that. So just a little bit of personal stuff to share with you (laughs) today. Um, So we're talking about conflict today. Not the most pleasant thing to talk about, but something that happens in marriage. And so if the title of this podcast you know, sparked your attention and curiosity and interest, I will not disappoint you. I am so, so, so excited to talk about conflict from a perspective that you probably have not really thought about before because it was new to me. And um, I loved it so much that I wanted to do an entire episode about it. So here's the thing, conflict, right? You already know what conflict is and looks like in your marriage. And I wanted to just ground us in a definition or a series of definitions that you are probably pretty familiar with. And as I share these definitions, it's going to be really clear to you where conflict is showing up in your life and in your marriage. Okay, so conflict, one definition is a condition where a person experiences a clash of opposing wishes, needs, or desires. So there's a clash. There's a clash of opposing wishes, needs, and desires. You need something. You want something. You are hoping for something. And the opposite is true. And so you have conflict. You're frustrated. You're aggravated. You're annoyed because what it is you want and need is not happening. So that's one definition. Another definition is incompatibility between two or more opinions or interests. And 
And I want you to sort of just underscore opinions here because one of the biggest mistakes I think people make when looking at conflict in their marriage is they don't realize that their thoughts and beliefs at the end of the day are nothing more than opinions. But because we believe things so wholeheartedly, we accumulate so much evidence to prove that our beliefs are fact, we miss the opportunity to just see that when you are in conflict, that all that's really happening is you have one opinion and your husband has another opinion. Neither one of you are right and neither one of you are wrong. And I think the sooner you can get to that understanding, the easier it will be to navigate the inevitable conflict. The third definition that I just wanted to highlight is conflict is uh, when you fail to be in agreement or accord. You're just disagreeing. You're just not on the same page and there's nothing meeting between you two in the middle. So you're familiar with conflict, right? It's happening in your marriage. I'm sure you can bring to your mind right now a particular area of conflict that seems probably like a very insurmountable issue in your marriage. So here's the thing about conflict that I noticed as I was thinking about it is conflict actually gives rise to a complaint that you have about your husband. Let me just say that again. So you have conflict, you're not agreeing, there's a clash of opposing wishes, needs, and desires, or incompatibility between two opinions, or you just fail to be in agreement. That phenomenon of conflict usually surfaces for you a complaint you have about your spouse. So He's not seeing your perspective or he's too controlling or he's too stubborn or he's too insensitive, right? Because you guys are not meeting in the middle. And so instead of looking at yourself and the possibility that you may be wrong, it's easy to just surface all the ways that his character or his opinions or his thought processes um, are the things that are wrong. And so it surfaces a complaint and then you have this conflict and then it's snowballed by all the things you don't like about your husband, all the things that frustrate you about being married to him, all the things that have you know created uh, disruption and division in your lives together, okay? So what's happening, right, is that you want one thing, your husband wants another. And I believe that really, really what is a huge, huge problem when you are in conflict and when you have a complaint is that you don't process the conflict, you don't process the complaint in a way 
that helps you understand what it's trying to show you. Let me say that again. The problem is you don't process your conflicts and your complaints about your husband in a way that helps you understand what the actual conflict and what the actual complaint is actually trying to show you, right? Because here's what happens is that you think your conflict is just the surface issue that you're aggravated about. And your conflict or your complaint is just signaling for you an unmet need or desire. And usually we just stop there. Like, yep, this is what I want and he's not doing it. This is what I would love to have happen and it's not happening. So I'm upset and we're in conflict. But here's the epiphany I had. It was one sentence in a book that wasn't about conflict per se, and the section in the book wasn't actually on this topic. It was just, you know, a sentence, literally one sentence that just jumped out at me, and I was like, I have to talk about this. Um, so the book, for those of you who are interested in what I read, is called Getting the Love You Want um, by Harville Hendricks and his wife and here's the sentence okay i want you to like focus in all your attention because this is like the thing of this podcast okay they say in this book that conflict is growth trying to happen let me say it again. Conflict is growth trying to happen. Fascinating, right? <laughs> some of you get it and some of you are like, okay, what does that mean? What does that have to do with the hill of beans? I'm pissed off at my husband and I don't know what to do with it, right? So stay with me, right? Because here's what I saw in that statement. Conflict is growth trying to happen. Is that conflict comes to show us something that we need to see. But a lot of times we're just blindsided by the issue we are in conflict with that we don't see the bigger picture. We don't see the bigger lesson. We don't see the bigger growth opportunity for ourselves. And in fact, what happens is we resist the growth. We resist the growth that the conflict is trying to show us about ourselves and we just look for the other person to change their opinion, to change their perspective, to change their actions so that we can have our needs, desires, wishes met. We just want them to fix it. We want them to stop doing what they're doing. But we want them to come to our side of the conflict. And in that focus, right? When you focus on the other person changing or modifying what they're doing so that you can be happy and you can have your needs met, you miss the opportunity to grow. Because if they do what you want them to do, then the issue is quote unquote solved because you've gotten what you wanted. But I would say to you that the issue is not solved at all because you didn't grow at all. 
You didn't learn anything from the conflict. You didn't modify yourself. You didn't improve yourself. You didn't develop yourself in the way that the conflict was designed to offer you. Okay? So with that, what I want to do in this particular episode is give you five specific things that I believe conflict can offer you and how you can use conflict to grow. Doesn't mean you need to solve the issue. Doesn't mean that your husband needs to do anything differently. I just want you to notice that when you're in conflict and when you have a complaint about him, that is a signal. It's like a flashing red light, like warning, 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 growth opportunity for you. Something you need to see, something you need to learn. And I want you to embrace it. I want you to embrace the growth opportunity. And here's the ways that conflict can offer you growth. Number one, conflict helps you understand yourself more. It's almost like a values clarification. And what that really means is that it helps you gain clarity on what you value and what is important to you. And so when you're in conflict, it's because you have one perspective and your husband has another, and that should enable you to see what's really important to you and why it's important to you. And a lot of times the conflict that you experience may be about one issue, but it's a surface level issue. And underneath any conflict or any complaint, there is always a deeper need, a deeper desire, a deeper longing that is going unfulfilled. And so your job is to dig beneath the issue that you guys might be in conflict about and discover for yourself what this is showing you about yourself. What is this conflict bringing up for you? Okay. It's important to really be aware of that. That is a growth opportunity because the more you know about yourself, the more you can understand the context of your marriage and why certain things bug you in your marriage and why you respond certain ways in your marriage and why you can't let certain things go. That is self-awareness. It is one of the most undervalued, under understood concepts. And I teach it all day, every day, because it is the key to everything, okay? So conflict will offer you the opportunity to understand yourself more. The other thing that conflict does in terms of your growth is it offers an opportunity for you to heal, heal, excuse me, heal childhood wounds, Dun, 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 right? Like those childhood wounds are the things we want to sweep under the rug. We carry them around like, you know, this thing we don't want to be seen, but it's present in everything we do. And so the way that conflict offers the opportunity for you to heal childhood wounds is that you have to recognize that when you are triggered, to react 
strongly to something your husband does or doesn't do and it's creating conflict, you have to see the ways that that present situation is really just triggering something you experienced before. What do I mean by that? So when you are in conflict about how time is spent, where you feel like your husband doesn't give you enough time and attention, where he's working too much or he has way too many other things to do and that you are not a priority, that is conflict. You want to be a priority, that is a need you have, and yet it seems like you are not a priority. And so what I want you to do is I want you to think about when have you felt that way before outside of the marriage? When did you feel that way growing up as a child? When did you feel that way in other circumstances and other environments in your life? Because the volatile and intense reaction you are now having to the feeling that you are not a priority to your husband is yes, partly due to you not feeling like a priority to your husband, but it is also the groundswell of you not feeling like a priority to everyone else in your life who let you down, who you wanted to feel like a priority to. And so for women, a lot of times this shows up in that, you know, your father maybe didn't make you feel like a priority. And so not only are you carrying that with you, but now your husband has triggered it. So it is like an explosion inside of you because it was never healed. And so I would say the way to reduce conflict and the way to grow from conflict is to look at what your conflict is showing you about your past, where in your past Did this happen to you that you didn't heal? And then go to work to heal that relationship, that experience first. The third way I believe that conflict offers growth is it gives you the opportunity to operate from a place of sufficiency. And so what that means is that when you have conflict, what's usually happening is some fear is being triggered, right? If you want to feel like more of a priority to your husband, the fear underneath that is abandonment or rejection. And so when you see the fear, and you can look the fear in the face and see, oh, this is fear about this, Then you have the opportunity to face that fear and to confront it and to diminish its power in your life. What does that look like? So if you're not feeling like a priority to your husband for whatever reason, that is usually the fear of being rejected or the fear of being abandoned. And so the way you would confront that fear from a place of sufficiency, meaning you have everything you need, you are fine, nothing is wrong, is that you build within yourself the mental muscle of even if he leaves, I will be okay. Even if he rejects me, I still accept myself. I will never leave myself. And so the conflict offers you the opportunity to be 
everything you need for yourself to look at your fears and to say, I will not fear this because I can overcome this, right? Like God has actually already given you the power to overcome any fear in your life. And to be quite honest, the fear that you may be experiencing is not even of God, right? He did not give you the spirit of fear, but of power, right? Love, power, and a sound mind. And so when you use that, right? When you use your mind to create sufficiency for yourself, to build trust within yourself, to let yourself know, listen, I love me. I will never leave me. I accept me. Then what your husband is doing has less of an impact on you. The fourth way I believe that conflict comes to help us grow is it gives us the chance to challenge our perspectives, right? Because the reason you're in conflict is because you see things one way, you want things one way, and your husband wants it a different way. And unfortunately, what happens so often is that we walk around with a very myopic view of things, of everything, actually. We see things in one way, in one way only, and we're like, yeah, that's the way it is. That makes sense to me. And anything outside of that just doesn't make sense. And so it's got to be wrong. But what if it's not wrong? What if you're wrong? Now, I'm not saying that you are, but could you just entertain the possibility that you might be wrong? That the way you're seeing things, the way you're seeing this issue, the way you choose to interpret things is just not the facts. It's not true whatsoever. And so when you have that mindset where you're open to, hey, maybe I have this wrong. Maybe I'm, you know, thinking about this in the wrong way. Maybe there's a whole other perspective I could take that would be helpful for me, that would grow me, that would, you know, elevate me to a whole new level of seeing my marriage and my husband right now, right? It's sort of like the universe of possibilities just opens up to you. Like, what? I never thought about it that way. I can't tell you how many times when I'm coaching my clients or speaking to people on the phone um, who might want to hire me, That there's just like this moment in every call where it's like, I never thought about it that way. I have never thought about it that way. And I'm just like bursting inside because I'm like, yes, this is what you need to see. That there are things you have never even considered as possibilities or ways to view a situation that are absolutely plausible that are absolutely acceptable, that may even be absolutely okay and right. But you have to open yourself up to that. The fifth opportunity that I believe conflict offers for growth is the opportunity to practice radical acceptance. Meaning, you can see the differences between you and your husband's. You can identify the complaint you have about him 
and still choose to love him anyway. Right? This is just an extension of we can agree to disagree. Just because the same things that are important to me are not important to you doesn't mean that I can't love you. Doesn't mean that I have to be mean to you. Doesn't mean that I have to reject you just because you don't agree with me. And that is really, really important. That even in your frustration and annoyance and aggravation and whatever other emotions are surfacing from the conflict, you can still choose to just love him. You can still choose to just let love be your guide. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing when you can get to that place. So again, to recap, conflict can offer us the opportunity to grow by understanding ourselves more, healing those childhood wounds, becoming more sufficient and enough within ourselves, challenging our perspectives and broadening our you know, lens that we see the world and the opportunity to practice radical acceptance. So I want to leave you with a few power questions. I love to ask power questions because it just opens your mind in such a massive, wonderful way. Okay. So when you notice that you are in conflict, I want you to remember the quote that I said before, conflict is growth trying to happen. It's like trying. Growth is like, please let me get through. Please let me stretch you. Please let me develop you. Please let me take you to a better place in your mind and in your life, right? And so when you see the conflict, I want you to welcome the growth in. Conflict? Oh, this is growth. Okay. I embrace growth, right? And I want you to ask yourself these questions. What is there for me to learn here? Seriously, like what is there for you to learn in this situation where you are experiencing conflict? The second question is what deeper issue is this bringing up for me? What deeper issue is this bringing up for me? Another question, in what ways is this not really about my husband? In what ways is this not really about my husband? And then the last question, what do I need to let go of in order to move forward? What do I need to let go of in order to move forward? forward. Thank you so very much for sticking with me for this episode. It is my sincerest wish and hope is that you really would allow conflict to grow you. 
and not allow it to stunt your growth, not allow it to keep you down at a level where you just don't belong. You are supposed to soar. You are supposed to thrive. You are supposed to override the things that would bring you and your marriage down. And seeing conflict as an opportunity for growth is the exact pathway to making that happen. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will be back with you next week. Bye for now. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Now I'd love to connect with you more. Join me in my private group on Facebook, the Empowered Wives Society, or sign up for my weekly newsletter at berelatable.com. There you'll find additional resources to help you create the happy and loving marriage you desire. And of course, I can't wait to meet you right back here for the next episode. Until then, make your marriage amazing.